0: Okay, hey, so tonight's message is called The Lantern, okay? So check this out. Uh, If this is your first night joining us, I've been talking about mountain climbing. I've been talking about mountain moving, okay? And um, me and Valerie, a couple weeks ago, went on a long backpacking trip where I hiked all this junk on my back, and I put it on, and it was really heavy. Oh, yeah, he has a couple photos. So cool. Aww. Wait, (laughs) that was lame. Come on, guys. Aw, look, look at that. Look at that. Beautiful. Look at that massive mountain, mirror, mountain man beard. Hadn't shaved in like multiple, multiple long time weeks. Hey, so if you've ever been backpacking, anybody been backpacking? It's really hard, yeah? If you've ever been backpacking, putting all of your stuff on your back in a backpack, and then carrying it in the mountains, not getting to take showers, not getting to sit down and watch TV, being eaten alive by bugs, having to climb ginormous mountains, it's really challenging. Sounds terrible to me. It's really, yeah, it's pretty intense. (laughs) So one of the things that me and Valerie um, pack that is absolutely essential is my headlamp. And when you see a bear here's party mode. When you see a bear, you just turn on the party mode, and then he's just like, he just starts dancing and starts dabbing, and yeah. So this is a modern day headlamp, head lantern, and when it gets dark, or when it's the middle of the day, and it's literally so dark that you can't see your, your path, you can't see the trail, you need a light. And without this light, I would just be stumbling, stumbling around in the dark, running into things, maybe even fall off a cliff. Maybe, could you imagine if you had to hike that? If you didn't have a light at night, you might fall. You might stumble. You might get hurt. You might not be able to find your way without a headlamp, without light. And here's the thing: darkness is scary, yeah? How many of you guys are afraid of the dark? Everybody put your hands up because, seriously, the dark is intense. The dark is scary. Yeah? When you're with another person, you're not afraid, right? It's because another person's there. But when you're by yourself, you're afraid, right? If I went on a backpacking trip by myself, I would be terrified. I'd be really, really scared. But I don't do that. I always hike with Valerie. I always hike with someone so that I have somebody in case I get hurt, in case I need help, right? And hiking is a lot like life. Yeah, you're on a trail, you're hiking along, you got your pack, you got all your stuff, and then all of a sudden you come up on a mountain. That's what we've been talking about. This happens in life. Jesus told us that life's going to get difficult. There's going to be mountains. There's going to be difficult times. But he says, take heart. Take heart, which means be encouraged because I have overcome the world. That's what Jesus said. He's overcome the world. He's defeated sin. Yeah? Somebody say amen. 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 Thank you. So the dark gets scary. Sometimes when you're hiking and you're walking up a challenging mountain, you're coming up a tough circumstance, something that looks like there's no hope. There's no way I'm going to get out of this situation. There's there's no way there's going to be enough money. There's no way I'm going to pass that class. There's no way I'm not going to... Get better. I'm, I'm going to stay sick forever. Oh, man, my mom's going to stay sick. She's, it, things look so bleak. Like, whatever it is, whatever your obstacle is, whatever your hardship, whatever your trial is in life, there are times when it looks like it's so bleak, it's so hard, and we tell ourselves we're alone or that we're the only one going through it. The Bible says there's nowhere we can go to escape from the presence of God. It follows us everywhere. That should be a comfort for you. That should encourage you. You are never alone. Check this out. God knew the times were going to get tough. God knew that there was going to be times where things get dark. So God gave us a lantern. He gave us a lamp. He gave us light. That light is right here. God's word, the Bible, is a lantern, yeah? Let's go to James chapter 1, verse 17. Okay, and the, the Bible is a gift from God. A lantern, light, is a gift from God. And so this is what it says about gifts. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. I mean, there's, there's no, when it comes to God, there are no shadows. He's, he's, there's no darkness when it comes to God. He is only light. And God is perfect. He's holy. And his light is perfect and holy. And it's, it's for us. It's to help us. It's to guide us. Just like when I put on my headlamp on a trail, it's going to guide me. And if I didn't have it, I'd be falling. I'd be stumbling. And that's what God's Bible, that's what God's word is. Let's go to the next verse. Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. This is probably King David, a Bible character who defeated Goliath. And he loved God and he wrote this song or psalm. And he's saying, God, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. That is true. When we allow this to be a light and a lamp, that's what it does for our life. This is not just some old Bible with words written on paper. This is is not some old book, I mean. This thing is living. It's real. It is the word of God. If you want to know what God sounds like, read the Bible. That's God. That's how God sounds, is right there. God's word is alive. It's living, it's giving, it's instructing, it's correcting. It's perfect, it's holy, because God is perfect and holy, and he's all those things. And then God said, J- Jesus said, all all of the Bible is good for instruction. It's God-breathed, it's God-inspired. It's all good for instruction. So literally... Anything in here is good for instruction. This Bible is life giving. Valerie, can you light the lamp? Yeah. So check it out. David's saying, Your word, the Bible, is a lamp that guides me. It guides my pathway. And I'm telling you guys, this is why I want to give you guys a visual. Because it is a lamp, it does guide us. You're going through a hardship and you need direction. You need help, you're stumbling, you're, you're having a hard time, you feel like there's no hope, open the Bible, seek God. And that's what happens. Can you click the, the blackout button? And then, Michael, can you turn the lights off? Please? And then blackout the lights. There's a button on the thing. Because I just think this is going to be super cool. Perfect. You can turn this off. Check that out hiking along in your life, you're going on the trail, you feel like you might stumble, you feel like there's no hope, you feel like nobody cares, you open up God's word, and you let that speak to you, and now you have a lamp to move through. I'd be stumbling right now if it was absolutely pitch black, but because I carry God's word, because I carry the living word of God, I now have a lamp. I now have light. This is what God's word is, you guys. Isn't that cool? Look at it, illuminate. Isn't that neat? God is for you. If you've never heard that before, hear that now. God is for you since the beginning of creation. Since the very first, Adam and Eve, God has constantly been pursuing us, constantly loving us, constantly wanting the best for us. He wants us to freely choose him. He's not going to force us. He's not going to force you to have this light. He wants you to know that that light is available and it's living. It's right here. And when you crack open the Bible, you just turned on a lamp. And now you could take this on your journey. That's going to change your journey. going to change your life. Somebody say amen. Let's go to Proverbs 20, 27. The the Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. The Lord's light penetrates. What does this mean? I just looked at this. I stared at this verse, and I said, what does this verse mean to me? It means that God is constantly pursuing us. It means that God knows everything about me. It it means that God knows every single thing about every single person he's created, and he absolutely loves us. The Lord's light constantly is going after us. The human spirit, God looks on the inside. He doesn't just just look on the outside. God looks towards the heart first. He looks on the inside of us. And at our very worst, guess what God says? (laughs) I love you. At our absolute bet, at our absolute worst, he absolutely loves us. Before we even loved him, he absolutely loved us. This is the God we serve. This is who Jesus is. He came on the greatest rescue mission of all time, sent down by his his father to come down to the world to save us because he loved us so much. He was willing to pay the price. He's willing to take our debt. God is constantly pursuing us nonstop, and he knows everything about us, and he absolutely loves us. If you hear anything other than that, it's wrong, and it's a lie, and it's from the enemy. God is always for us. He's always working things together for our good. He's always excelling us. He's always trying to prosper us. He always wants the absolute best for us. Will you let him? Have you let him? Do you need to let him in more? Have you been hiking? Have you been going through life without this? Because if not, you've been hiking without the lamp. You've been hiking without the light. And guess what? I got good news for you. It's free. It's available. It's for you. Second Samuel 22, verse 29. This is a cool one. The prophet Samuel says, Oh, Lord, you are my lamp. That should have an exclamation point. I don't know why it doesn't. The Lord lights up my darkness. Say lights up. Get lit. The Lord lights up my darkness. So anything in our life that we, we can, we, that is not good, Or that we're alone, or we feel alone in, that looks like sin, that feels like sin, that is sin, missing the mark. God wants to illuminate that area, He wants to bring light in that area. Here's a perfect demonstration for you guys. When I was growing up going through high school, I got picked on all the time. I was bullied. How many of you guys have been bullied before? Yeah? Come on. Right? So I was picked on, I was bullied. I used to be so quiet about it. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my youth pastor. I didn't tell my parents. I wouldn't tell my friends because I was embarrassed about it. And I was like, I'm the only one. I walked in shame. I had my head down. I didn't have any light. And I just kept stumbling. I didn't know how to respond to it. I was stumbling. And there were a few times where I felt like I was about to fall off the cliff. Like I felt like I wasn't going to be able to go to school anymore. Like I couldn't even bear going to school Like, I couldn't even bear being myself because I knew that me, Kingsley Powell, was going to get picked on, and I felt so bummed out. Me, 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 I didn't, I didn't, I didn't allow God to come in. What about God? And when I finally told my youth pastor, school's hard, and he got into it, and he's like, why? And I go, because I get picked on all the time, and nobody helps me, and then he goes, have you prayed? Have you asked God about it? Have you allowed God to come into that dark place in your life and now shine light in it? Have you allowed God to illuminate the darkness? Because that's what God wants to do for you. And I said, no, I haven't. And he goes, let's pray right now. From the second we started praying and my heart became open and allowed God to be my lamp. And allowed him to come into my life and light up my darkness, rock my world. Then my life changed changed. When you shine light into a dark place, like when we turned off all the lights and all that, but I still had God's lamp. I still had his living word. I still had this open. I still had that ready. It wasn't completely dark, right? Because there's still light and it's still going and the light from God's never going to burn out. It's always for you and it's always on. (laughs) Let's Let's go to Matthew 5. Here's my last verse. We're almost done. You guys good? Give me a thumbs up if we're good. We're good? Yeah? Okay, we're good. Matthew 5. Check this out. This is what Jesus says: you are the light of the world. Switching gears a little bit. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither, neither do people light a lamp and uh, light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. That way, they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So what Jesus is saying here, that he's saying that when we allow God to change our life, and we become Christ followers and we give our life to God, we start living for him, we start to look like him, we start to become light. We start to become a beacon of truth when we start to speak this stuff. We start to speak God's Holy Scripture. We allow it to change our life. We become a light. We start glowing like lights. We start shining like lights because we're filled with God on the inside of us. The Bible says that the kingdom of God is inside of you. (laughs) Don't hide your light. Don't hide your light. When I'm hiking, if my... If my partner or the person next to me or anybody I see on the trail needs light, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to allow my light to, I'm gonna, they can have some light too, right? Don't hide your light. Don't hide your faith in God. When you find out about this, and this changes you, it doesn't make sense to hold your light back and be quiet and don't share it with anybody. No, you let it out. You let it out for everybody. And that's just, that's just being bold in your faith. That's just, to, that's just saying, I believe in Jesus. I'm not afraid to tell anybody. I'm not afraid to stand down to that. I'm going to let everybody see it. I want my friends to see it. I want my family to see it. I want everybody to see it. I want people at the store to see it. I'm not afraid. That's what this is saying. Let your light shine before others, and then they'll see that you're living life differently. They're going to see that you're glorifying God, and then they're going to be attracted to that. Because a lot of people walk in darkness, and they don't know. Just like me, I didn't know until somebody told me, and they allowed light to come into my life. You guys are the light of the world. That's what Jesus said. You guys are the light of the world, each and every single one of you guys. Light of the world. Don't, do not let your light be taken away. Don't let it be smothered. Don't just be quiet when you should speak. Don't just go along with the crowd. Be bold. Be bold. Stand up for what you believe in. Have faith. Have complete trust. That's what faith means. Complete trust in God. Don't deny your light. You can say amen. Come on. This is good stuff. Don't let the enemy dim your light. When you start to, your Bible starts collecting dust, you have that thing close, you can't say any verses, you're, just, you're, not, you're not really looking at it, not talking to God or anything like that. Don't let that happen. Don't let your light go out. Keep that going. That's life-giving light. Right there, life-giving light. When people ask you why, why you act the way you act, why do you go to youth group on Tuesdays, why do you go to church on Sunday, why do you pray to God, why are you different, why don't you curse, why do you look different? It's because the light that's filled inside of you, because I look like my father, because I look like Jesus, and so this is who he is, he's transformed me. I want you to know that too. All you have to do is believe in him that he died for you and that he loves you and he's for you. No part of sharing God is negative. No part of sharing God is negative. Have you heard me say one negative thing about Jesus? No, you will never hear that because it's not negative. Some people say, but the cross was negative. It was intense. He got like beat up and bloody and he got nailed to a cross. The cross is victory. You shouldn't look at cross. You shouldn't look at the cross any other way than absolute love, self-sacrificial love for us, for me. That's what the cross means. It means victory. God has overcome the world. Jesus came down to the earth, lived a perfect life, defeated sin, defeated the enemy. He said, "Nah, get out of here." I love my creation. I'm gonna die for them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rise again. He comes back three days later, overcoming death. Death has lost its sting. Don't ignore that you have light, you guys, because each and every single one of you guys have light inside of you. Don't let that go dim. Don't let somebody tell you that that's not what it is. Call it how it is. You have the light of God inside of you. That's going to direct your path. God's word is a gift, and it's perfect. It's life-giving. It's going to illuminate your life. Will you let it? Will you give it a chance? Will you ask one of your leaders what Bible plan you should read? Will you ask me? Will you type it in? Hey, what youth, whatever, whatever topic you want. That's how I got, that's one of the ways I got like totally hooked on reading scripture was just typing in, what does the Bible say about bullying? And then all of a sudden there's tons and tons of verses that I can check out, that I can pray on, that I can get instruction on. This is so relevant, believe me. Believe me, give this a try if you haven't. Let this illuminate your life. Let this illuminate and change your life. And then when you find that out, go and tell other people. Don't shine. Don't let your your light be hidden. I want to encourage you guys in that. Somebody say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you so much for tonight. God, thank you that your word is a lamp for our feet, to direct our pathway, God. Thank you that we can freely access it, God, that it's available to us and it's written for us, God. Thank you that you speak through your word, God, your holy, perfect word, Lord. I thank you that it's the most popular book on planet earth, Father. We're so thankful for that, Lord. We're thankful for, for all you've done for us, Thank you for prospering us and sending your son to die for us so that we may have a chance to live an eternal life in you, God, and live forever. And we know that our our home is is in heaven, God. Thank you so much for that. Thank you that you're the king of kings. You're the Lord of lords. You're amazing. You're on high. You're on the throne, God. You're the Lord of my life, God. And I pray that more people were encouraged by this tonight. We're encouraged by by what your word tells us. It'll illuminate our life. God, thank you for going after us. Thank you for going after us, even when we're not following you or when we stray away, but you're just right there with open arms to to bring us right back in, Lord. I thank you so much for that. I pray for some new. um, I pray for people to follow you more, God. I pray for people to start opening up the Bible more and they start shining their light, God. I pray that we can continue and to build uh, and and make ourselves look more like you, God. I want to be more like you every day, and I pray that for every single person in this room, Lord. I pray that we may have a bright, shining light, a beacon of hope, God, that points to you and glorifies you, Father. I thank you so much, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen.